The following was originally broadcast on Northumberland 89.7 FM. For more podcasts and learn more about us, go to northumberland897.ca. And thank you for downloading this podcast. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests of Reality Realty are not necessarily the views or opinions of Northumberland 89.7 FM. The information given is designed to be informative and helpful. You should always consult a professional when buying or selling your home. This is Reality Realty. I'm Dale Bryant, and I'm a real estate broker with Royal LePage Pro-Alliance Realty Brokerage. And at this time, each week, we bring you Northumberland 89.7 FM's Reality Realty, your local real estate forum, where we take on, we talk about, and we interview guests on all things real estate with a direct focus on Northumberland County and the communities within it. It's May 30th, 2019. And not only is Toronto and the GTA going absolutely fanatical about the Raptors being in the NBA Finals, but all of Canada, we the North, have rallied behind this momentum and successful uh, run, this story, Cinderella story. And compliments go to the management. Compliments go to head coach Nick Nurse and his assistant coaches for, for, get ready for it, taking cues from the most advanced levels of the real estate industry to fuel the Raptors' appetite for success. And you might say, what do we mean by that? Well, preparation, having the best players on court, perfecting the fundamentals and focusing, focusing on the prize when things get tough out there right to the last minute, even when you're trailing. Today we have Carol Ann Bryant, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Centers Alliance with us as a co-host and she is with us to help analyze some of the key points that the Raptors have cleverly picked up on in the real estate industry. Good morning Carol Ann. Good morning Dale. So who would have saw this coming? Me being on the show or the Raptors? (laughs) Entirely unrehearsed (laughs) and live. The, the The Raptors. Yes basically stealing Mm -hmm. key insider real estate industry information to better the team. Yeah. It's coming out of left field. It's coming out of left field. right. And and really and truly, I mean, I, I usually have, well, always at the beginning of the show, we have a little bit of a disclaimer that says, you know, the views and opinions mm-hmm. are only that of the people in this, in this room, in right. this studio at this time. But, I mean, I think I can go out on, on a limb here and say that, uh, you know, especially Northumberland realtors, because I'm thinking it's not just it's not just the information they got from real estate in general. They they were looking at a premier group of realtors, which which I know we have here in Northumberland County. And I'm going to go ahead on a limb and, and sort of speak for all realtors to say, in this case, when it's for the betterment of the team, it's not right. it's not what the team does for us, but we what we can do for the team. Mm-hmm. I think we're likely collectively able to say we don't mind being the unsung heroes in this case. 
Yeah. You're very humble. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, we're going to get more into how this, how this actually applies. Okay. So let's, let's start off first with, before we get into today's topic and this revelation, mm-hmm. let's see what's happening in the snapshot report for May 30, 2019. So there's been 174 single-family residential sales over the past month in Northumberland County, and that leaves us with a rising inventory of 471 residential listings for sale. The average selling price of successful sales over the past year has risen again to approximately $430,000. And during this past year, people have received, on average, almost 99% of their asking price in a market time of 47 days. We are still in a seller's market. We have an absorption rate at approximately 37%, and that's based on the past month's sales trend. And this means we have a residential home inventory that can satisfy approximately 2.7 months of sales at the rate homes have been selling. And I research these Northumberland County statistics and I calculate the absorption rate using information from CoreLogic's matrix system. And matrix is the local realtor component of the MLS system. So if you're thinking of buying or selling a home, you'll want this information to be area specific, specific to the property type you're dealing with and the price band it's in. So talk to your local realtor and they can help you understand the market information most important to you. Carolyn, mortgage rates. What's the scoop on mortgage rates this morning? They remain unchanged, as did the Bank of Canada's uh, overnight lending rate, which remained unchanged. Um, so we have a five-year fixed as low as 2.99% and a five-year variable at prime minus 1.1%. So that makes uh, prime is... Three point nine five percent. So we're at one point. Sorry, two point eight five percent for a five-year variable. So no change to the Bank of Canada left their overnight lending rate the same. So nobody's uh, mortgages will be changing this month. Nobody's variable variable rate. mortgage. Correct. Because if you have a fixed yep. term, you're not you're not concerned it never until changes the, until the, the term is up. Exactly. <coughs> All right. Well, thank you, Carol Ann. And today's mortgage rates, as always, come to us from mortgage broker Carol Ann Bryant with Dominion Lending Centers Alliance. We've been announcing for a number of weeks now a special event coming up on June the 8th, Saturday, June the 8th. And this event is a house tour put on by the Architectural Conservancy of Ontario, Coburg and East Northumberland. And that is going to happen on Saturday, June 8th from 10 a.m. till 4 p.m. They're, they're going to have A homes on the tour. And these homes are going to all have unique architectural features and design. And they're, they're ranging anywhere from the 1840s to the 2000s for age. And if you would like tickets, tickets are $30 each. And you can purchase your tickets for this tour, house tour, from Lighthouse Books in Brighton. Downey Pharmacy in Colburn, and 1812 Antiques in Grafton. Or you can also call this number, 289-435-2015. 
June 8th. June 8th is uh, another big event. Maybe, maybe not as big, but maybe, maybe big for some people. And it's actually June 5th and June 8th. And that is the next Hazardous Waste Days in Coburg. Ah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So if you have hazardous waste sitting around the home and it's about time to get rid of it uh, at 60 Elgin Street West in Coburg on June the 5th or June 8th, between the hours of 8.30 a.m. and 2 in the afternoon, you can bring your household uh, hazardous waste there. And that, folks, is a current snapshot of the residential real estate market and events in Northumberland County. I'd just like to remind everybody that the views and opinions expressed on Reality Realty or any of the articles presented do not represent the views and opinions of the station, of the Northumberland Hills Association of Realtors, or any other real estate brokerage or realtor. They're simply our views and opinions at this time. As I mentioned at the top of the show, and for those who haven't already figured this out, you're just going to feel, feel actually, you're going to feel silly for not seeing the obvious here. And that being Raptors management, head coach Nick Nurse and his team of assistant coaches have absolutely taken cues from the real estate industry to make We the North the driving success it is today. And so, Caroline, let's let's analyze this like systematically, right? Okay. And 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 we're gonna we're gonna start off with preparation, preparation for the for the season, preparation for the the finals, and and for big game day. And when I think, when I try and imagine, how in the world, how in the world did the Toronto Raptors? look into the real estate industry to to basically enrich their playbook and 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 with preparation how in the world did they do that and i have to think it's through the mortgage financing sector of real estate and when i think of that i think of the pre-approval mm-hmm. i mean in 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 a transaction real estate transaction what more basic can you do than to have uh, proper pre-approval and and not all of them are created equal yeah we've talked about this before there's a pre pre-qualification and a pre-approval you don't want a pre-qualification that is not what's going to give you a solid answer as to whether or not you can afford to buy a house because at the pre-qualification level, you're just giving somebody at the bank some information. You're not providing any documentation for them to review. Mm-hmm. With the pre-approval, you should be, or at least I do, with mm-hmm. a pre-approval, I want to see your documentation because that's going to help me determine if you're looking in the right price band or can you even afford to buy something at this moment? Maybe it has to be delayed down mm-hmm. the road for various reasons. Right. And, and, and then when you say pre-approval or pre-qualification, I mean, that's, that's terminology, right? And so that, uh, I mean, it's easy enough to get tripped up. Somebody's listening to this right now and they say, okay, pre-qualification, pre-approval, they're different. Yeah. I, I think it's easier just to remember 
what are we what are people doing what are lenders doing what are mortgage brokers doing what are mortgage agents doing uh differently on a pre-approval or pre-qualification so how do how do we the consumer know what just went on if if your credit bureau has not been pulled and reviewed if your income documents have not been reviewed then you are not pre-approved um, there's a commercial on the air now from a, one of the big banks you can go online you can have an app and you can get pre-qualified for your mortgage isn't that in minutes like don't yeah, they say I don't know, so many 60 minutes seconds or something like that i don't know what it is it's it's really low that's a pre-qualification you, you can't you can't hang your hat on that nobody has looked at your credit bureau nobody has looked at your income documents Nobody knows whether you ha are on probation at work on a probationary period. Nobody knows if you're working part-time and not full-time. Nobody knows if you're self-employed and you haven't filed your taxes recently. Like there's all of these extra things that go into the whole complete puzzle of getting you an approval. So, I mean, I don't know what to say about those apps that, that do that. It's... It's deceiving. It's a false, yeah. It's deceiving yeah. for sure, and and so when you talk about uh, documentation to prove your income, right? You're talking about a letter of employment. Depending on uh, depending on your job, so if you're an hourly employee, mm -hmm. a letter of employment it has to be a current letter of employment. It can't be something that you got a year ago for some other thing. It has to be current, right? Mm -hmm. You need to try and think about it in the eyes of the lender. The lender needs to know that you are working at your place of employment right now. So if you provide a letter that's dated a year ago, mm -hmm. they don't know. Maybe you're no longer there, right? Right. So, and, yeah. and you and you see you see letters come in regularly. Yeah. And you see them come come in, and you have to go back to the client and say, "The letter is missing this." What What are some things that you, when you receive that letter from the your employer, right. you should be looking for to to make sure yeah. it's in the letter. If you have if you have an HR department, if it's a large company, they are very familiar with how to do this. It's usually the smaller companies, maybe, but it has to be dated. It has to be signed by somebody. So either the uh, employer, the HR department, there needs to be a phone number to contact that person. And then in the body of the, the letter, it needs to state your, your hire date, your position, and your income. Um, and, and what we're looking for, which is like gold for us, is mm -hmm. that that letter says you're guaranteed a certain amount of hours. Because if it doesn't say that, if it says you are a temporary employee, you are a contract employee, you, your hours vary. Mm -hmm. Now we need to get a two-year history of your income because it, your income is not, it's not like you are guaranteed 40 hours at X amount of dollars per hour. That's like gold to us if we see a letter of employment like that. Mm -hmm. and, and have you ever run into a situation where somebody actually thinks they're working full-time because they're putting in so many hours but when it comes to the letter, it's like, wow, I, I'm not, I'm not guaranteed full time hours. Have you yeah, ever seen that? Yeah, because they're maybe getting overtime or something like that. So mm -hmm. the letter of employment will come in. This is how many hours you're guaranteed. But then we find out, well, you, you actually work overtime as well. So then again, we need a two year history. So 
if you can't provide that to your history, the chances of a lender approving you go go down. Right. So so I mean those those uh, commercials that we're seeing on yeah. television. Is somebody might answer some questions to the effect that yeah, I work full time, but they just don't. They just don't actually know for sure. They know they work more than forty hours a week, but they don't know that they're they're not even guaranteed forty. Yeah, it can, it can fluctuate, right? And then you have people that are on salary, so they have a base salary, but then their actual total income is comprised of maybe bonuses or uh, travel travel allowances. Um, so their total income is higher than what their base salary is. Maybe their base salary, they don't qualify for the home. But if we can include their uh, bonuses, their um, travel, then that makes it work. But again, two-year history. That's kind of like the golden rule there, too. Two years. For your tenure, for your work. For income. If, if, if you are not guaranteed 40 hours, 35 to 40 hours a week... Mm-hmm. You may have to provide a two-year. And, yeah, and, and it's not just work because it can be investments, return on investments as well, right? Investment income, there has mm-hmm. to be a two-year history of that. Um, not if you're d- collecting CPP or OAS, if you've just gone from, you know, working and now you, you've retired in, or, or you're retired and you started collecting CPP and OAS. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have a two-year history of that because you'll get a letter. You can provide that letter stating what your what your income is going to be for the year. <coughs> so <coughs> two years there, but uh, another another time I'm thinking of when it comes to that financial preparation so that you can get ready for game day in right. real estate, and that is uh, your down payment and three months of bank statements. I mean, oh, that's, yeah. that's another important uh, proof, isn't it? Bank statements are, are one of the trickiest parts of of mortgages, they are the things that trip trip us up the most, mm-hmm. um, and and pe- and most people don't understand this, right? People have more than one account. Maybe it's their money; they're moving it around. It's their money; they're doing what they want with it. Yeah. But when it comes to us proving your down payment, <coughs> don't move your money around. <laughs> if no. you can try not to move money around within, uh, because we have to provide a ninety day history. It has to be exactly ninety days. Uh, some I shouldn't say that. Some places will do a 60-day, but most want 90-day history. If they see any large deposits into that account, we have to say, where did it come from? We have to prove, where did that come from? Because there's a law, right, mm-hmm. that we have to, that the financial institutions have to abide by, the Anti-Money Laundering and Terrorist Act. They have to trace any large deposits into bank accounts. So... It just simplifies things. If you have a savings account and you have a checking account and you're thinking in the end you're going to pull all your money from your checking account for your down payment, but you need to move it from your savings, just just don't do that yet. Give a 90-day history of the savings, and then you mm-hmm. can move it afterwards. And, and what about um, you, you think, okay, I can get those um, three-months bank statements because I I do online banking, right. so I'm just going to pull them off of the yeah. internet. Right. They don't always come out uh, conclusive, do they, that uh, those statements are actually your statements? 
yeah the account number might be on it but your name might might not be on it so again think from think from the lender standpoint you cannot provide bank statements that do not have a name on them because they mm. could be anybody's so then you simply just provide a if it's a checking account a void check or a pre-authorized debit form to uh pr- it provides proof of account ownership or uh when you sign into your online banking your usually your sign in page will say welcome or have your name on it and it'll list all your accounts you can take a screenshot of that or a uh, print a page of that and then we can link the account name the account number on that profile page to your bank statements that you've sent i've also heard you uh, mention something about this and that is uh, people go to their bank and ask for a printout mm-hmm. of their bank statements and the printout comes redacted yes uh, so the the bank has saw fit to bla- right. black out a lot of important information, um, figuring they're protecting some privacy or I'm not sure what. But but if, if your bank is handing you over redacted bank statements, you may as well just hand them right back, right? Exactly. Because you can't have anything redacted. No, lenders are saying, what are you hiding? Yeah, and, and, and I understand it's an intrusive sort of thing because mm-hmm. if you are dealing with your own branch, that's one of the things advantages that they can they have access to your banking profile and they can look at your bank statements Mm -hmm. so in essence they can see all transactions that have happened on your bank account so there's no privacy there but people somehow feel when they print it off and they hand it over it's like oh everybody can see how many times i go to tim hortons or whatever they're not looking at that they're just Mm -hmm. looking at a lot of times they're looking for your pay uh if you have direct deposits they're looking for that. Or if you have pension income, they're looking to see your pension income going in there. And they're looking to see your, your down payment. They're looking to see, is this like a continual uh, slow sort of savings that you've had? Or was there a huge lump sum of money deposited into your account? Okay, where did that come from now? Is it actually your money? Or did mom and dad gift you funds? And, and that that could be a possibility too. Maybe your parents... Or somebody in the family, grandparents, has gifted you money. And that's fine. That's acceptable. But now we have to provide a gift letter to show that that money came from a family member. All right, Caroline. Well, we're, we're at break time. And, folks, you've been listening to Reality Realty on Northumberland 89.7 FM, Truly Local Radio. Uh, after this break, Caroline and I, we're going to talk about one of the other important cues that the Toronto Raptors have, have gleaned from the real estate industry and that is having the best player in the game on the court we'll be right back welcome back this is northumberland 89.7 fm's reality realty with dale bryant and our co-host today is carol ann bryant and carol ann is a mortgage broker with dominion lending centers alliance before the break we got into with all this raptor mania we the north and and the amazing success that uh, toronto has had and and the discovery the discovery that the raptors have actually gleaned some information from the real estate industry and and i cannot prove this 
but I am super suspicious and I have I have some some very strong reasons to believe it's actually from the Northumberland Hills real estate industry that they've gleaned some of the top tier practices to uh, to account for their success. So Carol Ann, you're buying into all this, right? <laughs> you're being very creative this morning. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a good day today. So before the break we were talking about uh, preparation. Right. And and how how preparation means so much when you're on the court and, and things count or you're in the transaction and things are counting uh, for the big dollars. But one of the things I know, I know that they've they've looked at, and that is the whole point, and, and we hear the sports news talking about this, who has the best player mm-hmm. on the court? Because mm-hmm. quite often the best player, players, mm-hmm. well, best players, obviously, but sometimes just even the best player can help you win the game. And putting you on the spot here, mm-hmm. Toronto oh Raptor bandwagon fan mm-hmm. who's the best player on the court lowry no yeah nobody's saying lowry nobody's saying kyle lowry what Kawhi. Kawhi leonard oh my goodness okay well yes he's good he's good <laughs> he I i'm like sure that. he really appreciates okay. the props uh, <laughs> no he's very good I'm, I, I i choose lowry you choose lowry yeah. okay and and uh, i mean we got that uh uh, Pascal Siak- uh, Siakam and oh. Mark Mark Gasol. Gasol, yeah. Yeah, we mm-hmm. got some uh, we got some really heavy hitters there, mm-hmm. and and having the best players on the court obviously have got us into the NBA final. Yeah. And so, how in the world, you m- you know, some people might say, "Come on, Dale, that just makes sense," but uh, but does it? D- did they, in fact, come to the real estate industry and and cue into that information? Uh, and, and I think about the players that are in your corner when you're doing a real estate transaction. I think of the mortgage broker. You. Right. I mean, you don't, there's a lot of mortgage broker, and we're not all created equal, are we? No. Well, maybe we're created equal, but <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're not all... We're not all giving it uh, the same effort. We're not all taking mm-hmm. our... We have different business practices. Practices, mm-hmm. perspectives. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there's new... And, and I think of the realtor. I think of the home inspector. Mm-hmm. I know I know 100%. I've looked at a lot of different home inspection reports from different home inspectors, and they are not all as equally telling. Right. I think of... You know what? Here's a surprise to me. I think of lawyers. Sure. I think... Uh, a huge component of the transaction. Yeah. And before we were in this business, Carol Ann, I used to just think, you know, um, a lawyer. Well, that's, that's likely the boy and girl genius that we grew up with. You know, the brainiac. They went to school. They, they studied law. And mm. they... You know, they were very smart. Mm-hmm. They had the stick-to-itiveness mm-hmm. to do the long schooling. And I would 
at one time I would have thought, you know, you can just do a Google search and look for the look for the friendly face you want to sit in front of you, and it doesn't matter. You're you're going to get the same great service. Now that I'm in this business, mm-hmm. and I have our own experiences, and I hear the experiences of clients, I just, you know, it sort of took, it sort of took that industry, you know, to a more realistic perspective for me, where I say people are people. Mm-hmm. And, and the job does get done. Even though they're doing the same job, they're doing it differently. Right. You would agree with that? I would agree. Yeah. So having the best player, I mean, a lawyer, talk about somebody who's trying to cover your back. Yeah, and I I think, I'm not sure if you're going to cover this or not, but I think it's good when all the players are communicating well, right? So there have Mm. been times that you and I have had a um, common client. Mm -hmm. So you're doing the real estate transaction, I'm doing the financing, and then they're using uh, a lawyer that we are familiar with. And all three of us are communicating with one another, mm-hmm. provided the client has given permission for that to go on because uh, you yeah. know, there's confidentiality involved. I find those transactions go very smoothly because mm-hmm. we're all letting each other know what's happening and there's no surprises. At the l- we're not getting a panicked uh, call from the lawyer the day before closing, you know, what's up with this or what's up with that. Um, so that's, that I think is an important thing as well. Like, although we have our separate jobs we're doing, it's all part of that puzzle. And if we can work together and communicate in the process, it, those transactions go very smoothly and it, it alleviates a huge amount of stress for the uh, sellers and buyers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's absolutely uh, for sure. So, I I mean, yes, best players and best players who are team players. Yes. And and then I think about stagers. Right. People who get your house ready. People who take what you have and just make it look Mm -hmm. so much better. Just increase the value with with, um, really very, very... I was about to say very little work, but it's 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 good work. It's it's hard work, but it's um, the return on investment. Like four hours of labor later, yeah, and transforms the space. And, and your return yeah. on investment is far mm-hmm. more than say four hours of labor later. Mm-hmm. I, I think about photographers. We've looked at lots and lots of listings every day together, and uh, there's a big difference in in how a photographer takes those shots. Absolutely. Some of them can be completely misleading. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, you know, you've gone on uh, viewings with clients and you walk in the door and everybody's like, oh. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This this doesn't look the the way it looked online. And that could be good and that could be bad. I'm not saying it's always bad. Yeah. Sometimes it's a little a bit of a, what do they call it? Lunch box, lunch bag letdown. Lunchbox. Maybe, or it could be good, right? Maybe the pictures didn't. Do you, do you remember one house we bought? You weren't even going to look at it because you didn't like the picture on the oh, listing. Back yeah. in the day when there wasn't, listings weren't online. You were just using that book that you had. Yeah. You didn't even want to look at it. And I said, let's go look at it. 
because you didn't like the look of the picture. And then we ended up buying it because it was actually a beautiful home. It, it was, and and that's going back a long time. Long time. That's before we were ever in the industry. But yeah, true. Great, yeah. great example. I mean, and then best players on the court. Um, some people don't even go with a jerseyed player. And I'm thinking about the people who want to um, uh, either for sale by owner. Okay. They list themselves, yeah. so they're they're not even looking for that representation, right? Or buyers who are just calling up the listing realtor and and using them. They don't really. These people have never said. Well, they're basically th- saying, "I don't think that having that representation is actually worth the money it costs." Right. They, I mean, that's. I think that would be reducing it to its most common right. um, basis. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, that could be a whole show. That might be a good whole show to uh, talk mm-hmm. about that. But uh, I would say anybody that's doing that, I mean, things could go all right. Well, yes. And I, I think of one thing that's important there and that is like as a homeowner uh, safety issues so I know just from being around you how carefully you uh, check to make sure when you have a listing when somebody requests to view it that you make sure that whoever's asking is actually a realtor like mm-hmm. you go to a few you go through a few steps to determine that that person actually is a realtor and they uh, before you give them access to your client's home um and i know that you have ways of doing that that maybe the general public would not be able to necessarily and so you're opening yourself up to letting people into your house and you don't know whether their intentions are good or not so Mm -hmm. that's one part that i can see uh, having representation is valuable yep um, I mean, big one, if you're going into the arena, I- into the court, mm-hmm. the gym uh, of basketball or, or of real estate, you, you need, you really need, need someone to have your back, to have <laughs> the best players on the court. Um, perfecting fundamentals is another component. Um, when we're, when we're watching tonight, the mm-hmm. game, mm-hmm. if we're fortunate enough to be able to watch the game and, and not working, um, we're not going to see anything new out there. We're not going to see some invented move. It's going to be the same fundamental moves we've seen in many, many basketball games. But the people who are going to win, the team that's going to win, Raptors, <laughs> they're going to be the ones that have perfected the fundamentals the most. Right. and and Practice and drills and yeah and and this is this is this was one of the biggest tells that that um we realized that the toronto raptors had dipped into the real estate playbook and the reason being and i know it it lies just with the listing i think there was likely um you know toronto management toronto coaching that likely looked was buying or selling a home and they were looking at listings thinking they were all done the same 
And then they, they looked a little closer and they said, wow, wow, look at this. The, the basic fundamentals of this industry on a listing, even though you would think they're all the same, they've been done. There's nuances in there yeah, right. that mm-hmm. set them apart mm-hmm. from the rest. And, and I think that was the biggest clue that our industry had, that uh, the Raptors we're definitely dipping into the uh, <laughs> real estate playbook. Okay. And and you've seen it yourself. Yes. Especially with listings. Yes. I mean, can you tell if, here's a, if we just saw the pictures of a listing mm-hmm. and and read the description. Are we talking online? We're looking online. at it We're online. We're looking online. Okay. We look at pictures, description, but we don't see who the realtor is. Right. Would we be able to guess quite often who that realtor was that had those pictures taken and who wrote that description? Um, yes, in Northumberland County, yes. Yeah, yeah. There, are, there are a few that are very consistent in how they, they do things. Yeah. So we could. Yeah, so, so absolutely the fundamentals, um, perfecting those fundamentals are, are so important. I mean, we all have cell phones and we all can take a decent picture. But I can't. I can't come close to doing the pictures that uh, that um, our photographer does. No. For architectural photography. No. And uh, so yeah, we're not going to see anything new. I mean, when we see when we see who's your favorite player again? Lowry. Lowry. When we see Lowry drive for the net to, for a layup or a dunk. Uh huh. We're going to see that. We've seen drives to the net before, but it's the way he's going to use a pick. It's the way he's going to use the movement and momentum of, of the defensive players that's going to make him more successful or less successful, in this case, more successful than the uh, other players. I mean, rebounds. Everybody's done rebounds, mm-hmm. but who does them well? Everybody in the NBA. Think of this, Carolyn. Everybody in the NBA, every team does rebounds. All but two teams are going to be watching the game from home today. Mm-hmm. So you got to get the fundamentals right, and there is a difference. And then, and then we could even get into the Drake factor. But you know mm. what? What do you think of that Drake factor? He loves the team, mm-hmm. obviously. Um there are some people that don't appreciate his enthusiastic responses or his uh, smack talk that's going on or his invasion of the team space. Mm -hmm. Uh, I personally find it extremely entertaining. (laughs) He's gone a little bit beyond the fundamentals, hasn't he? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. He's what, but he's a little entitled, isn't he? Maybe so. Well, listen, let's take a break. Folks, you've been listening to Reality Realty, Northumberland 89.7 FM's local real estate talk. Join us after this break, and we will continue to reveal how we, the North, the Toronto Raptors, have gotten to the NBA Finals and how they have perfected their team chemistry, their team strategies by taking a close look at top premier real estate 
transactions, practices, and and like I said before, Carol Ann, I, I think I can speak on, on all realtors' behalf to say that we don't mind. We don't mind that they're sort of taking our best practices for the goodness of the team because we don't mind being the unsung heroes in this case. That's true. Yeah. All right, folks, we'll be right back. Welcome back. This is your local real estate forum, Northumberland 89.7 FM's Reality Realty with Dale Bryant. And our co-host today is the very popular Carol Ann Bryant, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Centers Alliance. And Carol Ann, thank you for joining me this morning and for this for this exhaustive analytical look into the Raptors playbook, mm-hmm. which is actually a, an exhaustive, detailed look into uh, premier real estate industry be- best practices, which is really highlighted in the Northumberland market with Northumberland realtors. Exactly. Who are, who are likely right now doing a course on Wells. Yes. All good realtors right now are doing a course on Wells. Right. Except for me. That's because right. I don't mind. I don't mind studying up on that later. Right. So that we can provide Northumberland County with the most relevant current events in real estate of the day. Exactly. So Carol Ann, the last the last item in the Toronto Raptors playbook that they have gleaned from real estate and that is focusing on the prize right uh, foci- focusing on the prize when things get tough out there and we've certainly seen we've certainly seen things get tough out there haven't we yes and we've seen things get tough we've seen that that final basket on the last second. I mean, it's. It, I mean, that'll be shown. How many times has that shot been shown where it has like four bounces off the rim before it goes in to move the Raptors on to the next uh, round? But that's not uncommon. I mean, teams, competitive teams that are successful will will push right to the end, mm-hmm. and they will. Uh, they know anything can happen at any time. And how about trailing from behind? What about that last Raptor game? Mm-hmm. It was looking grim. Yeah. And it wasn't, it wasn't just early in the game. It, was, it seemed like later in the game, and, and there was too big a spread. There was, yeah. Because I remember you telling me, saying, Dale, what, what did you say? I was, I was busy working up in the office in the house, and you were... You were downstairs, and I remember you hollering up something and saying, well, not hollering. No, it was, but you, you let me know that uh, I think you just said, oh, things weren't looking good. Yeah, I, ca- I can't remember because yeah. I think I was half asleep while I was watching that, that game, too. Oh, Caroline, you know, did you have I was to tired. say that on this show? I was tired. I was tired. Um, <laughs> I, just remember, I just remember thinking, oh, no. 
they're so far behind. Yeah. Uh, this isn't looking good. We're talking about the excitement of the well, game. Yeah, and, and then, now and you but, say you're falling they, asleep. But then they ca- then they <laughs> caught up. Then then they started winning, and then I then yeah. I caught a second wind, and I was awake. So okay. so it was good. <laughs> good save. <laughs> good save. Good rebound. Good rebound. <laughs> so I mean, and and in real estate. Any ideas how we can uh, translate into real estate? How, 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 not translate, how they translated our real estate into that, you know, keeping it up right to the very last minute, not, you know, letting your hopes get down if you're trailing a bit or it feels like you're trailing a bit. Well, are you thinking of people that ha- are have put in several offers on different homes and they've been unsuccessful in having their offer accepted and they 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 aren't giving up and then they, they finally yeah. the house they they're meant to have comes along. That that is that is such a big one right there, especially in a uh in a seller's market and we've had nothing but different variations of seller's markets for years now. Yeah. And what a discouraging thing and, and how people could potentially give up and, and either either say, you know what, the the house I'm looking for just isn't coming up because not there's typically not very much industry of um inventory available. Right. Or like you also said, and that is uh that is putting in an offer and finding you're competing. Right. And losing out because you wanted to you wanted to keep your sensibilities about you and and not bid with a bid that you'd be f- sorry for later. Yeah. Or or even how about this scenario, which happens so many times? You're looking for that right listing, and and finally you see it come up. You know, maybe maybe you check on your computer eleven o'clock in the morning, and you can see oh. Brand new listing. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That would just be perfect for me. You call your realtor and and they look into it right away and, and they get back to you and say, oh, sorry, that one's already gone. You go, you got to be kidding me. That hasn't even been listed for half a day yet. Right. It's gone. How does that happen? Yeah. And how does that happen, Dale? And how, well, I mean, it happens for a number of reasons, but I mean, r- well, one of them, did, did the buyer let their guard down? Did they... Did they notice it and not tell the realtor until half a day later? Because timing, mm-hmm. timing is so important. Is so, of the so were they sort of giving up and and not keeping their eye on the prize, and uh, or or did it just happen? You know, somebody edged out. Somebody somebody saw it faster than you, and somebody put an offer in immediately. Well, because also when it gets listed, correct. It, the realtors see it first, and then it is it twenty four hours before it shows up on the. It can be it can be up to twenty four hours. Right. Uh, they're they're a little faster now. Are they at at uh, posting a listing on realtor.ca? So if you have a client who's specifically looking for something, and you see that come up on your system first, then you would say to your client, "Hey, check out this house that just came up," and then they kind of have a a bit of a heads up on it first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that's on the that's on the buying side, right? What about the selling side? 
when you when you have a house for sale, if you, if you're looking for the most success, if you're looking to win the championship, right, to get your best return on on your dollar, right, and you have to keep, you should be, and you don't have to, but you should be if you want to be successful, keeping your home looking like a model home. Yeah, which is tough, right? If you're a young family, that's tough. It's a tough, tough thing to do. Yeah, you've you've even said it's tough keeping picking up after me, right? Yes, correct. But that that's an exaggeration, right? Okay. Yeah, I do pretty good. I do really good. Yeah. I'm looking for a really good. I'm looking for confirmation. <laughs> so, but but the truth is. You've had your house listed. You're keeping it just yep. immaculate. Yep, which is tough work. And and now it's four days later. Now it's four weeks later. Yeah. So you're trying to keep it looking four weeks later like nobody's living in it. Yeah, and, <laughs> and so at what point and and we're in the Northumberland market. Right. This isn't this isn't the hub of real estate, Toronto. This isn't the GTA. We're in Northumberland County. Right. And our market is slower. Right. So time on market is longer. And yeah. and you, you, I mean, you might be fortunate enough, like we mentioned in, in the previous example, where just a couple hours later, boom, you have a sale. Mm-hmm. But then again, you could be, you could be several months easily. That's right. not, that's not the, that's not unusual. No, especially if it's a rural property as opposed to an in-town property, right? 47 days on snapshot this morning yeah we reported over the past year in northumberland county for residential homes 47 days is the average time on market that means there's a lot of homes that were a lot longer yeah it's a long time to try and keep your house if you had it staged to keep it that way because it's generally staged for selling not for living right yeah yeah so so yeah. keep keep your eye on the prize. You gotta yeah. keep fighting the fight until the buzzer goes. Right. And uh, and yeah, because you, you just never know when that right buyer's coming along. So often people, I I know. So often people will just sort of give up hope, thinking mm-hmm. nobody wants my home. Yeah. But but they do. Yeah. The, the, uh, that person just hasn't come along, and then the next thing you know, just as you're feeling that way, you get broadsided with the perfect buyer. Right. And we see that happen over and over again in our market in this community. So I just like to say, don't give up hope. And we don't. And and obviously, obviously what has happened? You, you get to go on to the championship. Well, the, the Raptors have stolen our... our our basic philosophies. Okay, we're back yeah. to that again, yes. We, we haven't left it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we haven't left it. Well, Carol Ann, another good show. I mean, this was a show that if people aren't looking closely, they might not have picked up on this. Correct? They might not. Have picked up on the, the parallel and, and yes. the fact that, yes. you know, people have been looking into our real estate playbook. Yeah. yeah. So... An interesting take. Some really valuable allegedly, stuff. Allegedly. Alleged, we should say allegedly. Okay. They have been looking into the real estate playbook. Allegedly. Well, we have some pretty good sources. Okay. Yeah. And and nobody's going to admit it. 
at least. But they're not going to admit it. They're Secret not gonna, sources. They're not going to admit it until and the, until the final is won. Okay, all right. Because no good team is going to give up their give their plan. hand. Yes. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. no. Yeah, okay. So it, it will it will be revealed. <laughs> and okay. And, and folks, you've heard it here first on yeah. Reality Realty. Mm-hmm. So, Caroline, thank you. If You're welcome. people are interested in knowing more about mortgages or people have a mortgage re- that's ready to renew or people right. are about to buy and they need, they need. A pre-approval. They need to be, yeah, they need a pre-approval because yes. they need to get game ready. Yes. And they need one of the best players on the court. How can they contact you? 289 251 2948, which is my cell phone. All right. Text me, call me. And thank you for joining me and thank you for humoring me on my perspectives and not doing too much eye rolling. And folks, if you have questions or comments about today's show or for any real estate questions, maybe you didn't catch Caroline's phone number or you didn't haven't caught a previous guest's um, contact information, you can always contact me and I'm happy to pass along their contact information. And you can contact me by emailing dale at dalebryant.ca. I am an active real estate broker, jerseyed broker with Royal LePage Pro Alliance Realty Brokerage. Don't forget to join me next Thursday. From 11 a.m. until 12 noon for Reality Realty on Northumberland 89.7 FM. Truly local radio. Until next week, folks. Justin and my crazy dogs, Macy and Dexter, here from Justin's Pet Store in Coburg. Inviting you and your furry friend to the 14th Annual Pet Palooza, a fundraiser for the Humane Society, Saturday, June 15th. We'll donate 15% of all sales. There'll be a pancake breakfast, nail clipping, raffles for a chance to win one of three $100 Justin's Pet Store gift cards, and so, so much more. Everyone who brings their pet will receive a free pawrific goodie bag. The 14th Annual Pet Palooza, Saturday, June 15th. Justin's Pet Store, a dog's truly shake across from the beer store in Coburg. Celebrating our fifth year of service to Northumberland County. We're Northumberland 89.7, truly local radio. Hey, my name is Glenn. You know that host that likes to boast that his show, The Sunday Morning Brunch, is the number one show on the planet? Yeah, that guy. But seriously, The Sunday Morning Brunch has the best music, the best features, even more pluses, having news, weather, and sports on the hours, and of course, a host that comes really cheap. 